Chapter 2 Counterfeit Repentance To discover what true repentance is, I will first show what it is not. There are several forms of false repentance, which might be why Augustine said that repentance damns many. He meant a false repentance. A person may delude himself with counterfeit repentance. 1. The first deceit about repentance is that it is fear of the law. A man has continued in sin a long time. At last, God arrests him and shows him what desperate danger he is in, and he is filled with anguish. But after a while, the storm of conscience blows over, and he is calm. Then he concludes that he is a true penitent, because he has felt some bitterness in sin. Do not be deceived. This is not repentance. Ahab and Judas had some trouble of mind. It is one thing to be a terrified sinner, and another to be a repenting sinner. A sense of guilt is enough to breed terror. An infusion of grace breeds repentance. If pain and trouble were enough to bring about repentance, then the damned in hell should be most repentant, for they are in the most anguish. Repentance depends on a change of heart. There can be terror with no change of heart. 2. Another deceit about repentance is that it is a resolution against sin. A person may set a goal and make vows, and yet not be repentant. Thou saidst, I will not transgress, Jeremiah 2, verse 20, KJV. Here was a resolution, but see what follows. Under every leafy tree you have lain down as a prostitute. Regardless of her solemn promise, she played fast and loose with God and ran after her idols. We see by experience what vows a person will make when he is on his sickbed, if God would just help him recover. But then later, he is as bad as ever. He shows his old heart in a new temptation. Resolutions against sin may arise a. from present circumstances, not because sin is sinful, but because it is painful. This resolution will vanish. b. from fear of future suffering, an apprehension of death and hell. I looked, and behold, an ashen horse, and he who sat on it had the name Death and Hades was following with him. Revelation 6, verse 8. What will a sinner not do? What vows will he not make when he knows he must die and stand before the judgment seat? Self-love produces a sickbed vow, but love of sin will prevail in the end. Do not trust a passionate resolution. It is made in a storm and will die in a calm. 3. The third deceit about repentance is that it is the leaving of many sinful ways. I confess that to leave sin is a great matter. Sin is so dear to a man that he might rather part with a child than with a lust. Shall I give the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Micah 6, verse 7. It is possible to part with sin and yet not repent. 
A man may part with some sins and keep others, as Herod changed many things he was doing wrong, but he could not leave his incest. An old sin may be left in order to entertain a new one, in the same way you might get rid of an old servant to hire another. This is to exchange a sin. Sin may be exchanged and the heart remain unchanged. He who was a prodigal in his youth may become a swindler in his old age. A slave is sold to a Jew, the Jew sells him to a Turk. He has a different master, but he is still a slave. In the same way, a man moves from one vice to another, but is still a sinner. A sin may be left behind not so much due to strength of grace, but as for reasons of cautiousness. A man sees that even though his sin brings him pleasure, it is not in his best interest. It will ruin his credit, compromise his health, endanger his legacy. Therefore, for practical reasons, he dismisses it. As darkness is chased away only by the presence of light, acts of sin are chased away only by the presence of God's grace. This is true leaving of sin.